0: Hey guys, it's Lisa and you're listening to What's Next with Lisa. Welcome to episode 25. Today is August 3rd, 2020. I cannot believe that it's August. Uh, What a year it's been. What an eight months it's been. A lot has happened and we've got a lot to cover. And today I think the timing of this episode is right on time. And today we're going to be talking about how to reconnect to yourself after what I call emotional derailment. So whether that be maybe you're in a relationship, maybe you've had some bad relationships in the past and you're just not feeling connected to yourself or like the person you want to be. And this topic came from a really heartfelt and thoughtful request from a listener. And I wanted to make an entire podcast episode about it because I definitely think that it's something we all struggle with from time to time. And that is essentially how to get back to yourself, how to get back to the self, the person that you're proud of being, how to feel good where you're at in life, and how to be confident in that person. And that means whether you're in a relationship or you're out of one or you've had some bad ones in the past. And I think it's a, you know, it is, it's a question that I get a lot. How is it that we lose ourselves in relationships and how do we really commit to finding our way back to ourselves? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to reconnect to yourself, how to add a little discipline and self-love to the mix, how to find your worth and strength, and how to find your strength without measuring it by how much pain you can actually endure. That's something I see a lot. People stay in things they shouldn't because they think it makes them strong. Sometimes it takes a stronger person to get out, and we're going to talk about all of that. But before we do that, let's get over to my favorite, the official what's next question and answer. Hey, what's next? Okay, Empty Nexters. So, if you listened to episode 24 last week, I talked about how to grieve a loss and different points to think about, different emotional phases that you might go through. I think this year has brought a lot of loss, whether that be dreams, relationships, loved ones. So I thought it was important to give a bit of a a framework um, so you know that you're on the right track. And so this question comes from a listener that says, Lisa, it's been five years since my wife passed and I still don't feel like I'm over her. There are some days I think I'm ready to move on, and then I feel guilty and compare women I date to her. Is this normal? What a loaded question, and what a great question. And I, the, the short answer of this is, yes, it's normal, and no, it's not normal. And I think that those two can coexist, because I think there's a happy medium here. First and foremost, as I said in the episode, I want you to remember that there is no timeline to gauge your progress on. And I don't think that you ever really need to be over her. She was obviously somebody very important to you that you hold close to your heart. And it sounds like you feel like healing or maybe progress forward might be getting over her. And I don't think that one necessarily has anything to do with the other. I think that you can learn how to live without her. And also keep her close to your heart and in your current life. That's a very different thing. Getting over somebody, when we think about it like a breakup, we think we don't ever want to go back or we're glad that that's over and we want to move forward and find better, something like that. When you are grieving the loss of a loved one, especially a spouse, that was very important to your life, I think you just learn a new normal of how to live without them in a way that continues to honor them. And I think that, you know, there's there's a component to this that if you're pushing people away or if you're comparing them and looking for reasons to push them away because they're not your wife, that might not be, quote, normal. And what I mean by that is that you're looking for a reason to maybe stay single or you're looking for a reason because you you feel guilty that you're dating somebody else and you're not allowing yourself the opportunity to meet somebody new while honoring your wife. And here's the thing. I think there's definitely a place for both. And what I would challenge you to do is to find somebody who respects the connection you had with your wife. And even makes a little room for her memory to coexist in your relationship because that's how you honor her. It doesn't mean that you won't be able to fall in love or you love that person any less. It means you love them differently and that's okay. Give yourself that gift. I hope that helps. If you guys have questions, please email me at whatsnextwithlisa at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at whatsnextwithlisa. And I love your feedback. I want your questions. I want to know what you're struggling with. I want to know what you want to hear on these episodes. I'm doing this for you guys. So without further ado, let's get into it. Episode 25. Which actually, as I said earlier, came from a really heartfelt listener's question. And so I appreciate your question so much. And I appreciate you being vulnerable with me and letting me know what you're struggling with. And I hope that this podcast helps you today. So as I said, today's episode started with the question and the essential question at the end of the email was, how do I get my self-confidence back after you know years of some failed unhealthy relationships and um one current one that doesn't always feel good all the time it has its ups and downs and maybe it doesn't always bring the best version of myself to the table and this person said that they get so down that they feel lost as a mother a wife and a person And that tells me that there are ups and downs and there are things that feel that don't feel good. And so before we get into the finer details of this, I just want to start with what do I always start with? Let's start with what we know for sure. And here's what I can tell you. No matter what your situation is, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're out of a bad one, whether you're grieving a healthy relationship, whatever it is, You have got to commit to yourself and start telling yourself, first of all, you're not broken and you don't need to be fixed. You're human. You make choices. And whether they were good or bad, you're still human and you are accountable for those choices, which doesn't mean that it's a free pass. Hear me when I say this. Doesn't mean that that's a free pass to be hard on yourself and say, oh, I always make poor choices it's a reminder that you are responsible for you. We can blame people for a lot of things. We can blame people for how they show up to relationships, not being emotionally available, uh, being disrespectful, all of those things. But you are 100% responsible for what you do with them. So if you've made some choices in the past that aren't great, I want you to start to reframe that and rather than saying, ugh, I make bad choices, I want you to reframe that and and let it be an opportunity to pause and reflect and then soften your approach to yourself so you can get accountable. So for example, rather than saying, I can't believe I did that, I can't believe I talked to so-and-so about this problem, God, I feel so stupid or I feel you know, so silly that I shared this with my coworkers or whatever it is, I want you to pause and say, you know what? I must have really been hurting. And that's why I felt the need to reach out. However, I see that that's not a great choice for me because it doesn't make me feel good. So how can I go inward and really start to self-reflect and get accountable for the choices I'm making? You guys see the difference in verbiage about how I'm talking to myself rather than re- having regrets and saying, I can't believe I did that. Oh, I, I make poor choices or I'm so embarrassed. I took accountability and said, you know what? That was not a good choice for me. However, I must have really been struggling if I felt the need to do that. I must have really been looking for some type of validation or acceptance or love to say, hey, yeah, this is not a good choice or this is a good choice, whatever that may be. But that didn't work for me and I didn't feel good. So moving forward, I need a a different plan on how to solve my problems or how to work through these problems. And the third thing that I want to remind you all of is that you guys, the words and language you use matters. It matters. So if you're feeling low or not good about yourself, I want you to be mindful about how you're speaking to yourself or how you're speaking about yourself. For example, I always make bad decisions. Always? Always? Really? So or things like no one wants to hear what I'm going through. No one wants to hear my sob stories. I hate my life things like that. Guys, that's what I call catastrophic thinking and that is worst case scenario and the problem with making those generalizations is that your brain's listening. Your your subconscious brain and is listening and it's saying, "Whoa, do we hate our life? Okay, great. We better protect ourselves from this really crappy life." So the the loop that that your brain starts to play over and over is No one wants to hear my stories. I make poor decisions. And that's the story you start telling yourself in the world. And I feel like it's a million years ago, but I did a podcast episode on the story that you tell the world and getting accountable about what your payoff is. And so if you are using language like I hate my life, maybe you should take a look at that and say, gosh, I really don't like what's happening in this portion of my life because then it allows you to focus on the actual problem instead of making these huge generalizations right about this is all awful language matters so be mindful and be accountable about how you speak to yourself and about yourself your brain is listening so that all being said I will tell you that You know, the more you've been hurt, the more your subconscious brain and your ego kind of kicks in and says, hold on, wait a minute, we don't want to be soft with ourselves. We don't want to be soft with anyone else. It's not safe to be vulnerable. And so the more that you've been through in life, your brain has a way of kicking in and saying, how do we protect our person from this stuff? So you might shut down, you might lash out, you might not speak highly of yourself, which all tends to leaving you feeling really disconnected from yourself and it's a good thing because that's an opportunity for you to be mindful of okay my past or this situation that I'm in currently whatever it is has led me to feel really disconnected from myself and I don't like how I feel and I don't like how I'm behaving and I'm being really hard on myself which is making you feel worse making you feel lower and it's this awful cycle And really what it does also is it causes you to start to resent people and yourself. It causes you to put walls up and to be angry with others. And kind of a benchmark that I have in relationships about taking accountability too and setting a healthy boundary is I always say, don't ask yourself, why is this person doing this? I want you to ask yourself why you're allowing it. There's a big difference. Because if you're really disconnected from yourself, you may be allowing things or just shutting down surrounding certain behaviors that just have started to feel comfortable or, or, quote, safe. I'm using air quotes safe for you over the course of, you know, your relationship or past relationships because you have lost the connection to your worth to your confidence and also you've lost the ability a lot of times to be empathetic to what somebody else is going through so you see a lot of things as an attack so if your partner comes home having a really hard day you think oh great you know why is he doing this to me and you lose your capability of kind of being sympathetic or getting curious about what's going on so rather than just like shutting down or getting angry about your partner's behavior and saying great I'm getting this again you have an opportunity to say talk to me what's going on I I want to know and that's how you start to resolve and grow through things because you're connected to yourself and you have the ability to come to the table and say hey this is not okay with me Uh, this doesn't feel good when you behave this way what do we need to do to fix it Of course, you need a willing partner who's able to meet you halfway to say, you're right. That's not great behavior. What can we do? And, you know, relationships have a tendency when we least expect it to disconnect from ourselves. And that's, again, why it's so important to stay connected to yourself and your worth both in and out of relationships. So what it does is that it helps you to set boundaries. It helps you to see things with a more conscious part of your brain. And it helps you to take accountability for yourself as well. And so a lot of times we see people and you're in a relationship and life gets super hectic and hard. Or maybe you're out of a relationship and you're feeling lonely and depressed. Whatever the circumstance, you have a responsibility to stay connected to your worth and what's important to you and who you are as a person. And it's, it's easy to lose yourself in a relationship because you start to take care of other people and kids and your person and, you know, the dog and all these other things that need to happen. But if you're not taking care of you and connecting to yourself first, You are not going to be able to give anything that you're not giving yourself. You're just going to start to get resentful and angry and feel low. And so if you feel like you're not quite sure who you are anymore, um, here's a few things to kind of think about in order to heal and reconnect. The first one is I want you to remember that it's so important to acknowledge what hasn't worked for you and try to resolve that within yourself. Maybe you need to make amends with someone that you lashed out to. Maybe you need to talk to your partner about their behavior and say, how do we make this feel a little bit better? This isn't working for me. You've got to start to get accountable about what hasn't worked for you with your behavior or what's not working for you with your partner's behavior. So if you've done things that you're not proud of? Do you need to go back to somebody and say, hey, I apologize. I'm going to do better moving forward. I really had some time to think about this and that's not how I want to engage or have our relationship look like. So that's first and foremost. You've got to acknowledge what hasn't worked for you and you've got to acknowledge it with a softness. So number two, you've got to be 100% soft with yourself and forgive yourself um, uh, with about the things that haven't worked or that you're not proud of being compassionate to yourself and trusting that you're worthy of love reminds you that you're beautifully human and you make mistakes because the harder you are on yourself trust me the worse you're gonna feel it doesn't create a space for you to reconnect to your self-worth if you're constantly berating yourself even if it's silently in your mind constantly berating yourself saying how do I always mess things up I always make poor decisions I can't believe I did that knock it off get accountable for it say that wasn't working for me and then be soft and compassionate with yourself and and devise a plan on how to do better moving forward you have got to create a space of love and acceptance in order to grow and reconnect and You know, if you're in a relationship, I want you to let go of this weird universal thing that I I tend to see a lot uh, in private practice and on social media that your person can or should meet all of your needs. And that lacks, that kind of thinking lacks accountability for yourself. That lacks an accountability to stay connected to yourself and what you need. And it puts a really heavy pressure on your relationship to be everything you need. So if you need to figure out how to connect to yourself outside of that relationship, that might be in finding something that makes you happy that can be yours. That might mean reading a book at night before you go to bed. I don't know. Something that you enjoy that makes you feel like you. Um, I can tell you a lot of times for me, in my relationship, it's really about um, sometimes just needing to listen to the kind of music that I love because we have such wildly different likes in music that sometimes to get back to myself and to feel grounded and connected, I just need to like take a minute and listen to my music that makes me feel good. And so it it doesn't have to be these huge things. It can be very little things, but let it be things that meet your needs that make you feel good that your partner doesn't have to do everything because I think that that is that's a false accountability that um that they should be able to meet all of your needs and it's just one of those things where it puts a pressure on the relationship and it takes accountability off of you to say what are my needs and and what makes me feel good and so remember that it's not your partner's job to tiptoe around and anticipate all your needs either you've got to speak up Um, you and only you have to understand what you need what upsets you what makes you happy and then communicate them ask for understanding and support not for someone to do it for you. So when I hear people say, yeah, but how do I feel confident about that? It's discipline, guys. It's knowing that you're worthy of it. And the other thing that being accountable for yourself does is that it empowers you to feel good. It empowers you to stay connected to yourself because you're not relying on somebody else to give it to you. You're not relying on them to validate all your needs. You've got to validate yourself first. And One thing I kind of recommend, well, I do recommend is to write things down. If you're not sure, you have no idea where to start, that's okay. Um, Write it down. Write down who you are. um, What do you, you know, what kinds of things do you love? What kinds of things do you think you're passionate about? I want you to get to know yourself again. Think about when you meet somebody new and you're getting to know them you figure out what they like, what they don't like, what food they like, what they don't like, their favorite color, where they like to go, all of these little things. It sounds silly and you think, well, of course I know that about myself. But you might surprise yourself and not know or remember as much as you think. So start to write down, who are you? What makes you happy? What makes you lovable and worthy? And what makes you, you know, what things don't you like? And Writing things down, I always recommend reading them out loud to yourself when you're done. That actually gives your brain something tangible or something that it can hold on to to look at and a lot of times might change your perspective and you might go, oh yeah, I forgot that or oh, that's a really good point. So write things down. I want you to think about getting curious about yourself again. Get excited about the opportunity to rediscover yourself. Keeping in mind that I want you having self-compassion coupled with a little bit of discipline to bring the most authentic, amazing version of you front and center. And I can tell you that you won't be perfect. Not every day is going to be great. You're going to have some days that aren't going to feel good. And in those moments, I want you being disciplined enough to say, this is not helping myself to be hard on myself because I'm not perfect, but I am certainly beautifully human. And that's what you are. You're beautifully human, guys. We're all doing the best that we can. So please take care of yourselves. Remember how worthy and lovable you are. Remember how beautifully human you are. Take care of each other. And if you have questions, email me at what's next with Lisa at gmail.com and I will talk to you soon. See ya.